Hello and welcome to the Freaking Awesome, where we discuss the things we watch, listen, played, and read throughout the week. It's Monday, March 13th, 2023. I'm Benjamin Abaya, and joining me today, you can find him perhaps on the Stab subreddits, or you can find him on the YouTube series Date Night with his partner, Audrey. Please welcome John Abaya. Stab 5 is the best one because time travel, I have to say. I'm a I'm a sucker for is that time actually travel. how it is in the in the movie I never I never know if they reference like you uh, yeah, know yeah. the plot so, details like there's a point where because um you know there's only three like stab movies are based on real life so uh, after a while the studio had to like make up stuff yeah <laughs> it's in part nine or eight or something like that something crazy. I, and uh I think they are in part. Again, Scream 5, they're talking about making Stab 8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, oh, no, yeah. They, they just, they, no, they just released Stab 8. They mm. just released and then, Stab like, 8. in Scream 5, they show, like, Ghostface has a, <laughs> a flamethrower or something. Yes, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you, could, you can imagine, like, uh, when they, had, they introduced time travel, uh, <laughs> things went crazy after that. Why does this remind me that something, a, a movie does a similar thing with like self-referencing itself? Oh, I know what I know what it wasn't a movie. No, it's a television <laughs> show. It's a Mythic Quest. They actually oh, I did a that. similar. There's a there's actually a good episode in like, uh, they're all gr- good episode, but there's a great episode in like season two. Uh, they do one of those like one-off episodes where like the 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 episode doesn't have to deal with the main narrative. Like they mm-hmm. go back in time, oh, they they uh you know they they not go back in time as in time traveling, but they they uh they they are in the time another time uh zone or time place. Or yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, they like or yeah, yeah. I know. What, oh, you're uh, what do you call that? Uh, you, you is call? it time zone? No, no, time zones are the time zones is like you know twelve o'clock is Pacific and three o'clock is uh Eastern. I meant like time period, time period. Oh, time period. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's I. So I, I guess I have to rewatch one, two, and three if they do reference. And then I never watch four. So what do you mean reference? Like reference, reference stab? Like in, oh yeah, they, the they do it. Literally in part two or three, they're making the movie stab. That's the no, whole. no, I know that, but like oh, okay. I, I don't know the plot details of that stab movies because you said in part five, part st- I mean stab five. They go back in time. Oh, time travel. Yeah, yeah. That's an I, actual I, thing I they think say. In part four, they mention that. Oh, okay. so wait, have in you Scream watched four, they recently part it, four? Yeah. Have you recently watched? No, four? no, no. I haven't. Okay, haven't four yet. has a lot of the stab stuff in there. Like, okay, it, okay. Yeah, yeah. They reference a lot. Of stab that takes stuff. place in the movie studio, right? Or is that no? That's part, part three. three. Yeah, part yeah, four part three, is yeah. like the ten years later. They come back to Wisboro and stuff like that. Okay, that's the one that's from 2011. I see. Yes. Yeah. It's like the one that's like kind of different. That was from like the middle else. reboot. Yes, that yeah, trying yeah. To do. yes. Okay, now I get it. Uh, so, if you are familiar with any of those references, yes, we are going to discuss Scream Six or how they uh, they uh, use Scream V One. They use the Roman numeral mm. things, which is weird because I think in the other screen movies with numbers, they don't do Roman numerals. So, no, no. I mean up going, to up to four. They stop using it. I mean, up to five, they stop five. using it. Yeah, be the soft. But that's reboot. supposed to be a, also a self uh, self deconstruction. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. 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 Okay. <laughs> like they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing with the thing. And then, like I said before, they they played Resident Evil, 
uh, yes. six, and they're like, oh, no, seven, and they're like, let's use Roman numerals now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but before any of that, we will discuss in our main discussion, I mean, in our in our uh, weekly roundup, sick, uh, the movie sick. No, we're not, not yeah. us being sick. <laughs> I am uh, kind of sick, though. <laughs> yeah. The video game Resident Evil 4 remake, Chainsaw Demo, and I'm going to discuss a couple things. Uh, the first one is the book uh, I read, Meet Me in the Bathroom, Rebirth and Rock and Roll, and in New York City, 2001 to 2011. That's one thing. That's one book. That's one book. That's one book. It's actually called Meet Me in the Bathroom, but then it has a subtitle, uh, 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 you know, uh, on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, I'm going to briefly talk about uh, the Kings winning their 40th 40th win uh, this season. Which was, if you were listening now, it's a couple of days ago. But as we recorded, it was just yesterday. So that was mm-hmm. briefly, like for one minute or two. But before any of that, we do have a trailer talk. This week's trailer is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Oh my God! Oh my, I'm going to be sick. Leo, what happened? Is Donnie bleeding? Still it was an accident. Mikey, watch out! So you were baby turtles who made contact with mystery goo. Well, we prefer the term ooze, but yeah. It's like more like, it's just nicer. It, it, it so. rolls off the tongue better, yeah. Ooze. 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 It's nice, right? Ooze. It's ooze. That is a clip of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. It is directed by Jeff Rowe. Jeff Rowe is well known as being the co-director of... Uh, 2021's The Mitchells versus The Machine. Oh, yeah. really? That's why this art style is like yeah, this. Then, but, uh, he didn't write it. Uh, this He didn't write Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but he's also, this is his first feature film where he's directing it by himself. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a big thing for him. Uh, once again, this is a reboot of the Kevin Eastman and Peter Lard, Laird uh, comic book uh, that we all are beloved uh, that is beloved is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know, you got your characters, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello, Raphael. But this time, it's also produced by Seth Rogen and his uh, company uh, with even Goldberg. So uh, they also, like, you know, made uh, other uh, Seth Rogen <laughs> movies. So probably that humor comes off from this trailer, but it's starring a lot of actual teenagers playing them. So Nicholas Cantu, Sherman Brown Jr., Mackay Abbey, and Brandy Noon. Uh, also featuring in this film, it will be Jackie Chan as Splinter. Mm, so that would be inter- nice. interesting. Uh, uh, my, one of my favorite actors uh, uh, is uh, Ayo Adbibri. Adbibri? Uh, Adbibri? Adbibri? Ayo Adbibri. Uh, she is a co- comedian. Uh, you could find her on the bear right now, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I've saw, I've seen uh, her stand up it live uh, at one of the San Francisco comedy festivals, and she's really good. And I, I'm uh, happy that she's you know she's part of this. Other people that I don't want to, I feel like if I say too much, who's on this film and who they will play, I think it will it will it will you know I want the surprise to be. There, <laughs> but you can also look at it on you know Google somewhere on Wikipedia if you want to know if you want to ruin it for you the 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 amount of cameos from actors are also and also characters that's going to be 
uh, featured in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but John, uh, this is a, it's an animated series. Too. It's an animated movie too, so uh, it's not live action like the past. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Michael Bay movies that the past you know decade or so, or more than a decade. It's, it's almost been coming twenty years. It's still mm-hmm. so. It's, so uh, what's your thoughts about this trailer? And uh, are you looking forward to? It? I know you and I have been you know huge Ninja Turtle fans. So oh yes, yes, yes. So the year is two thousand eighteen. Ben, a movie called. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse came out. <laughs> and apparently it has infected every animation studio uh, afterwards because everything looks really great. Uh, I really like the art style of uh, this one. I think it captures that like New York vibe. I, you, you see, like, you want to see that in the Ninja Turtle, especially an animated one. Uh, I just love every color like popping and it's just like, man, this is like they took it to the next level. Because everything kind of looks like a watercolor painting almost, but uh, it's it's it looks so like detailed at the same time. I, I don't know how to describe it, but watching this trailer made me like really appreciate animation more. Uh, to it, especially, it looks like two D, but you know, it's like you know CGI style, uh, computer generated style animation. But I I think they found like this neat niche of like taking whatever especially like the mitchells that you mentioned that that has a style too that's very similar to like the spider-verse where you can just mix up different styles you don't have to like stay with the same palette and then i think that's what's making me watch want to watch watch this movie and especially <laughs> it seems like this the mutant mayhem is like a way to sell more toys in the odd way where they'll have all these like different mutants that you see did you see the, the cast list yes i see yeah, the, yeah. The, they have like a poster they release of every like cast oh they, okay yeah uh, of, of the uh, all the different mutants but it's a lot of them are ones that you've seen in the you know previous ninja turtles and it's like oh i want to see how they do this one i want to see how they do that one and just seeing those titles and then what they're trying to do like a little bit more different it's like uh you know everyone knows the story like of ninja turtles it's, it's basically like Batman and Ninja Turtles are the two things they go back and forth on yeah. reinventing the 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 first year or the intro and and yeah I'm all for just seeing that again with Ninja Turtles I can't wait to see it um uh, one character I want to say like it reminded me of this character in Gumball named Darwin or Bob uh. Uh, Gumball. I, th- I forgot which one's which, but uh, the ones playing Donatello sounds like that character. And then I had to like look it up. It, it is not that person. So I thought it was. Uh, the actor is playing Donatello's McKay Abbey. Uh, and then he, 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 when I checked his like stats, he's still like a kid. He's like a teenager, a kid. So I was like, okay, this is not the same one that does Gumball or uh, Darwin. Uh, I forgot which one's which, but. Uh, but yeah, it just reminded me that uh, that that voice. It's reminded me so much of. Uh, you see, Donatello to me sounds more like a kid than all the other Ninja Turtles in the when they were all speaking. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just uh, very excited to see it. Uh, how how do you say it, Ben? Goo, right? Or ooze, 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 ooze. I forgot. So I, I was I was researching how do you say uh, Ao? It's Ao Debri. That's how you say her. Oh, okay. Name. But she plays April Neo, and I, I I think if you watch the trailers, they're actually characterizing her character from based on the comic books. Uh, I know it's getting a lot of heat controversy because like they're like, oh, 
uh, April O'Neil is this, you know, redhead white girl. Uh, now she's a black woman. And then uh, it is it is a fact that Kevin Eastman based the character on his wife, who's also black. So, mm. uh, so yeah, there's like, like I feel like people get really up in arms about that. Uh, it's like, when, but when you do like, you know, fact check, you're like, oh, okay, this makes sense. And if you look at the comic books, you, you, could, you know, it's a, it's a black woman also. <laughs> um, but anyway, be, besides all that controversy, yeah, I'm looking forward, like you said, the animated style, I really, really love it. Um, it's unique enough where it's like you could, you, you know, Spider Man into the Spider Verse cre- that created the style, but made uh, creator uh, filmmakers to get, uh, you know, outside of the aesthetic of like Pixar and DreamWorks, you know, the Shreks and the uh, Illumination, uh, Illumina, whatever um minions company is called illumination yeah the yeah, right. one that's making the new uh, super mario brothers movie. yes yeah uh but yeah i love like how that there you know it, you see a hint of that with the mitchells versus the machines too like that that's a style that's also different i love that um the like i said like the all the main turtles are actually voiced by actual teenagers and not like grown people and it gives a lot of like you know uh, a lot of work for them for the voice actors who are mainly voice actors. Nicholas Cantu. I think they're mostly they done animation before too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's a great thing too. And uh, yeah, big ups to uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Uh, I I was researching because their company is called Point Gray, which is named after their elementary school when they first met. What? Apparently, that's cool. Yeah, uh, but they're making a Where's Waldo movie too. So. Okay. <laughs> So uh, I'm looking forward. To, I wonder if that's going to be in this style too, like uh, the uh, the animation, or if it's real life. I don't. Know. I, I, I hope the Ward Waldo movie is just shot wide, and that's it. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You to talking, and the audience has to like, where are they talking at? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I love the animation like that, and I feel like this is going to be a fun film between this and the Super Mario movies. I feel like now we have more. Uh, films, animated film variety of sorts of like, well, especially now they're making franchise. Uh, these are be, I'm pretty sure, going to be franchises now. Like mm-hmm. people will want more from these two animated films. It looks like um, Hollywood ran out ideas, Ben. There's no re- yeah. originality anymore. No originality <laughs> no, whatsoever. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is coming out on August 4th of this year. So we're definitely going to discuss about that sometime in this year um but yeah that's teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem i didn't find that poster that you're mentioning it's on the twitter they they it's all just words though they they don't have like character designs just words saying like who's going to be in the movie like oh it's the skateboard one there's many of them like a lot of them are look like spray painted like on the wall like of every character name and then who's playing them yeah so i should just find that uh, twitter account yeah um so Moving forward to our weekly roundup. So, John, you you watched something (laughs) uh, recently uh, that I'm actually looking forward to, but I kind of get turned off too because it's like, oh, it's going to comment on the COVID virus. But uh, try to persuade me to watch it right now. So I, I watched a film uh, before watching Scream 6. Uh, I am kind of sick <laughs> uh, a little bit with my throat right now. I, I, I haven't, it's just mucus and coughing. 
Uh, other than that, I'm like fine. But uh, I've, I've been home for the last week and then I had time. So I watched on Peacock, uh, Sick. Uh, it's a film, uh, it's a slasher film that came out last year from Blunt Palace. Uh, and it's, it's basically a horror slasher film that takes place during COVID, the first month of COVID, you could say, like the first, the peak or the beginning in what, March 2020, right? Uh, that's where like most of it. And uh, I have to say, it's not really commenting on the fact that it's there, but it's a lot of like uh, interesting ways to film and like do this story when the world, you only have these certain amount uh, characters in this one isolated area so it's like oh it's that classic you know cabin in the woods but they use covid as the thing to put these characters by themselves um i'll just say i think it is if you watch scream six and sick that's a really good double feature uh it is especially if you watch sick first and maybe scream six and then like you get the payoff of both films uh it is gruesome it's very like in your face type horror but I think I really like Sick because, uh, oh, not because it the way they filmed it is during the the uh, the, the beginning of the pandemic when you know people are more aware, you know, wear a face mask, make sure you're social distancing. It's like that, but they don't comment it as like it's a bad thing. Like you know, they, there's no like real uh 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 political, you know, like agenda for this film. You can yeah, say. Yeah. Um it's just the story set in this area and that's it. Like the you, you uh and then a, a killer is out there trying to uh, hurt these uh characters. And then yeah you I kinda like really like all the characters. It, it has that scream feel where you get to know the characters and get to know their like you kind of feel for them and you cheer for them when they escape and or if they get hurt. And that, that's why I like about Scream. Basically, you know these characters so well that you care for them. And there's a lot of it too goes to Scream 6 I'll talk about. But um, but yeah, I think this is a worthy slasher film, especially if you in that, if you got kicked or you're not high high right now after watching Scream 6 and you enjoyed it. Go watch Sick. It's on Peacock right now. Uh, I think it's very entertaining, and I think it, it, hit, it hit that mark too, like how Scream Six hit mark for me. So that is on Peacock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you kind of persuade me. I, how is like the gruesome factor? Uh, not as uh, bad. There's like so one of the things I like about Scream is the chase factor of those yeah. films, and then this one has a really good like fun chase in the house, trying to get away from the killer uh, thing that I, I I just really like. Um, the the two leads, uh, Gidon Adal, I can't say her name right, and Beth- Bethlehem Millen are really good, and then um, uh, they just they're really good final girl, uh, duo in the in the film. Cool. Um, also, is there a twist? Uh, no, I don't think there's a twist per se. Uh-huh. It's similar to Scream. Like, are you? Do you think those endings are twists or just reveals? Like, I think yeah, yeah reveal because they, they are reveals, essentially right? whodunits. Yeah, they're yeah, whodunits. Right. But uh, the, I think the most thing, the mo, the, the very common to Scream is the motive, and I think the motive here justifies how people were acting back in uh, in the yeah. beginning stages of uh, the pandemic. Okay, cool. So yeah, I might watch it then. 
it's, is it is it only an hour and 30 minutes <laughs> yes yes that's why i like, like about it be it's straight to the story like i miss these type of things like you get it you understand what's happening and then boom and then it's ready hits you with the, the the actual slasher part of the film okay cool that is uh sick on peacock uh it's out now so if you have the peacock app or uh, you can stream it right now uh, what else have you been doing? That, I mean, I'm assuming that you stream it now and days, right? Wait, what? What you played? What you played? Do you? Stream oh no, I didn't video? stream this at all. Okay. I, I just played it by myself. I, uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm learning how to stream. Where, like, just techno- technically <laughs> learning how to yeah. stream, not like build my followers or anything. Um, I'm trying to do it where Audrey and I, when we play games, we can just stream it with our live commentary when we play. And then that's it. Like, we don't have to do too much editing a little bit. It's fun. It's like, I mean, you probably more know about this more. Uh, it's like, it's live production. Yeah. So it's interesting. Uh, and then there's a really helpful program, OBS, that a lot of people use. That I get why people use it. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is really <laughs> neat. It's very easy transitions. You can put whatever you want on the screen. You can put like gifts or whatever uh it's really nice it's a really really neat feature that i thought oh i see why why during the during the during the quarantine years of america uh everybody became a production <laughs> uh editor and videographer all of a sudden <laughs> so yeah that, that's cool uh so yeah i played resident evil 4 chainsaw demo on the xbox uh, so they, this is a remake version of Resident Evil 4. Uh, it basically takes you the beginning, kind of like the almost the very beginning, I would say, of when Leon uh, enters the village area. Um, it is Resident Evil 4. It just it has the uh, mechanics of Resident Evil remakes of one and two, and then uh, even the the style of Resident Evil the latest ones seven and eight uh but yeah it's 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 that it's a third person style it's it's because resident evil 4 the original one started the the third person style of resident evil uh this is just feels like you're back (laughs) in the game uh just better graphics and uh harder enemies (laughs) uh i died many times in here and i totally forget like how this game is like um I, I think I try to do a feature where I did like PowerPoint presentations. You can check that out on datenightplays.com. Uh, I believe I did Resident Evil 4 because I think I did 1, 2, and 4. Uh, I'm, I'm checking it right now because I forgot how uh, it, uh, it was. Go to my... I think you did. I, I, I did? Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but But yeah, it is... Uh, well, no, I did part three, up to three. So one, two, three. So I didn't ever did four. Uh, for, for, Resident Evil 4 has this <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> a special place in my heart because it's one of the most difficult games I ever played by the quick time events and also the longest Resident Evil 4, uh, Resident Evil game I ever played. It's I, I, I forgot how many hours. I spent like almost like 20 hours playing this game. It was very long. It felt very long. Uh, and there's moments in there where I got stuck and... The enemies were just too hard because they come at you. So playing the re- the new the chainsaw demo just brought me back to that. I really hope they just cut the time just a little bit because it is it's still that same difficulty where like dozens of enemies are charging at you. You have to like really run away, hide, break a ladder or climb a ladder, break you know uh, break down this door, hi- uh, push a 
thing over so you can block it type of uh, style. And then, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, it's all that again in this game. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't finish it too. So I don't know what's the ending part of this. I'm assuming you fight the chainsaw person or I, the, the part, I only play maybe a good 20 minutes of it. So, uh, and most of the time I'm just looking around. Like I was just seeing everything and see how everything looked and uh, just in awe how well detailed and just going back to this village area again uh, it made me, uh, you know, appreciate Resident Evil 4. Yeah, um, I'm actually amazed that they're doing a lot of the remakes now. Like, uh, I guess there's like, there's a fan base now for remakes. For yes, yes, yes. Games. Yeah. Uh, do you ever see them... Have they ever did like a remix? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, part three, I've heard. So I never played the original of like one, two, and three. I never yeah. played those. But I heard like part three was like a very remix style game, like the style of it uh, from people, okay. fans of the original one. Um, they, they they took elements, but they just, you know, high production more. Yeah. Uh, style so i wonder if that <laughs> is a thing uh and you play this on the xbox huh? Yeah, yeah 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 okay so this is is this on um is this free right now or is it you have to be it is, it's free for... you don't have the you don't have to uh pre-own or you know pre yeah pre-own the other game yet how about uh the pass you know do you oh no no X- it's yeah it's just free free on xbox i believe it's free on even like steam and uh, uh ps okay so anywhere uh, i don't know if it's on ps4 but it's on the PlayStation. A PlayStation, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really played a lot of uh, Resident Evils. Uh, I don't think I'm really good at them. I, I like watching people. I like I like it when you and your son watches it. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah, we it. still have to complete that. Because the only Resident Evil game I never completed is Resident Evil 6. I mean, mm. in the mainline games is Resident Evil 6. Uh, so I'm looking forward to play that game with him. I just It's hard right now. I'm in this weird like transitioning area uh, of uh, jobs. So it's, uh-huh. it's like uh, I can't find that time. Makes right sense. Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, looking forward. I mean, if you want to watch more of John playing game, no oh, Resident Evil, just go on their YouTube. That's on our YouTube, right? On the freaking awesome YouTube. No, no, page. my oh. my personal one, DateNightPlays.com with Audrey. okay, Date Night Plays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most of the stuff in ours is like when we all get together. Yes, and play. Yeah. that's the the uh, what's it called? Team Elimination. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, what's it called? Team eliminated. Squad elimination? Is it yeah, yeah, yeah. Squad eliminated like or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is Resident Evil 4 Remake Chainsaw Devil. That is on every, I think I'm assuming every, except for Switch probably. I don't think it's on the Switch. Uh, it, uh, I, probably on the cloud. So uh, Resident, uh, the Switch uh, recently is like supporting Capcom's cloud gaming it's oh, terrible. I did not know do that. not do that yeah <laughs> if you have I like the seemed... best internet wireless internet yes play it but it is the worst i've i've ever encountered i'm assuming yeah uh yeah that, that just sounds bad mm-hmm. <laughs> so moving on i'm going to discuss a couple things really quick um the first thing i'm going to discuss is a book i've been reading titled meet me in the bathroom rebirth and rock and roll and rock and roll in New York City uh, from 2021 to 2020, 2011. Um, so this book, it's written by Lizzie Goodman, who is a writer. Um, I think she is well known for like writing a lot about music. But this is a, a, a oral history, which means that is she is interviewing a lot of people from bands 
And the reason I picked this up and the reason I want to read it is also because there's a, a documentary that's out that I'm going to watch it sometime soon. But it has a lot of bands I'm really into, like uh, The Strokes, The Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, LCD Sound System, uh, Vampire Weekend. That came out from that New York music scene. And this is mostly about like the post 9-11 music scene. So how music changed after post 9-11. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so... I, I love it because I mean I like I love what I'm reading so far. I haven't really finished yet. I still have like several uh chapters to go. But each chapter is very short. It's like very much like it, it it's it's the the book is divided in three parts and each part has like, you know, several chapters. Um but the what I appreciate is that like it they when they do do the interviews, it really uh basically dives in into like the minds of these musicians and what what's the happening in there during 9-11 and like post 9-11 uh there's there's a good chapter about the day of the 9-11 and how how america looks at it and like during that day and how new yorkers looked at it during that Mm. day because they're jarringly different apparently uh, from because a lot of the bands who were in new york like it was it was very different from watching it from I guess if you were like middle Ohio watching it <laughs> mm. uh, during that, like there, it's a very descriptive part where like uh, some of the band members even like helped out and volunteered, but a lot of it also, there's like a lot of miscommunications and everything, but uh, yeah, like that part is not like, it doesn't, you know, only talk about nine 11. It's like literally like a couple of chapters. Um, but I, I really like also is like because one of my favorite bands is also being interviewed here is the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So like um, it even describes like how their name was up uh, came about. It's like kind of ridiculous. I don't want to spoil it to anyone. It's kind of like not like a great story, but it's also like, oh, OK, I can see why they chose that name, too. Um, but yeah, then, you know, you have like. Uh, I think it's the strokes that had a song that talked about cops and then it was like a big song for them. But after nine 11, they, they stopped playing the song um, before the respects for like the cops that lost their lives. And it's, mm. I, that's an interesting, like also chapter. Uh, but yeah, and then it's also talks about like record labels that are now big. Now I forgot the name of the record label. Uh, it's from LCD sound system um but like how oh dfa dfa is like a it's a record label that was uh was uh found during that time and then um now it's like a big record label um for indie bands and whatnot uh but yeah i'm actually you know looking forward to the documentary it's based on um the 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 documentary that this book is based on so uh, looking forward to that but it, it's a, it's a quick read too like you, it's a lot of interviews you could just you know put it down every 15 minutes you don't want to read the whole thing uh because mostly interviews uh in the in the book is is there a band in there that you were surprised they were inside the book no because a lot of the bands are like well known now but i guess during that time they were all indie bands uh, mm. yeah there's a lot of bands that i research that i realized like that created that sound of like you know what the strokes are what the yeah yeah yeahs were are uh that i i like didn't know about before um i put them in the 
on the notebook, but I don't I can't find it. But it's like you know, it's a handful of bands. Oh, this is where they got their their start, their sound from, and then yeah, they, they weren't as popular. But then people compare it. It's like it's, it's interesting because it's like you're you're in the minds of like musicians um, who are starting a, basically a new genre, <laughs> a new alternative genre. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, but that is. Oh, here's Murphy. Uh, that's Meet Me in the Bathroom. It's a book out right now. Um, other than that, like yeah, we, we could discuss the the 40th win for the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> I'm assuming like the beam, you, Ben. Yeah, like the yeah, beam. Like beam. Like Did you watch the, it, John? Uh, no, I saw. So I watch it on Twitter. <laughs> uh, if you, uh, I like. Twitter, the way they do the game thing, because you just have to refresh, but it's not live. So it's funny. So I, I went to the like, deep hole of like, how do I watch this live? Um, because I, I have local stations on my TV, but nothing's there. They don't, I, I don't know how it works now because I remember back in the day, I can just go on like uh, UPN or not UPN. What was the state channel that played the local game? It's UPN. It was UPN, UPN. Uh, when we were watching it. Yeah, yeah. So it was CW later on. Yeah, so you yeah. just watch that locally, but I guess they don't do that anymore. Like they, everything's like just news during the game. So I, I think you just have to find it's it's called Sac- NBC Sports Bay Area in California. Yeah, I, I don't have that, that channel. Uh, yeah, that channel. The what the 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 free local channels I have on the TV. I have a Samsung. You know how like they have those free local oh i get what you're saying yeah it (laughs) might not be on there yeah it it wasn't on there so i was like okay uh so i went to this deep hole like deep rabbit hole of uh watching uh commentary people like non like nba related thing on youtube where they i don't know they're like on twitch or something and they're just doing play by play like the radio announcements so okay, that that's kind of weird cool. now yeah uh it's weird and cool because on the screen they show like the the audible or the the chat or i guess it's audible how are you the captions of a game like yeah they'll yeah. say like Fox scored 32 points uh uh sons have ball like that type of or you know like yeah. those type of uh random stats and just uh, it's a play-by-play play-by-play uh, by, but yeah. they're in chat text form so uh, interesting yes yes <laughs> <It's> weird. <laughs> it is weird like the yeah. thing and then some people will try to like minimize the little screen in the corner so yeah, they don't get so they like don't flagged get out yeah uh, yeah i've seen you, that before yeah then they, they they flip the screen because it's like you know AI's out there trying to find the right ones or they blur it a little bit or something like that. Like, why Why would you even do that? <laughs> anyway. uh, but yeah, it, 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 the, I found out they won yesterday. Uh, so when I first started seeing it, it was when they were tied. I forgot how, well, how much they were tied, like 15-15 or something like that, right? And there was like two minutes left. Um, 105 you mean 115 to 115 yeah 115 yeah. to 115 15 to 15 like oh that's like the first <laughs> the quarter little, the best defensive game ever in the nba um or the worst offensive yeah. game too. <laughs> uh, but yeah it was at 150 115 and um it was two minutes left and then i just go on scrolling and yeah and for a moment there they showed like it's, it's cool that the the Twitter, like official Twitter accounts of both teams will show the highlights of both of them. So it's like interesting to see like when, uh, you know, when the Suns scored uh, up to 119 only, uh, uh, that's it. And then the Kings went over that. I was like, oh, they won by a large margin. I was like, okay. I didn't, I didn't expect that too. Like it was so close. It felt like on the Twitter, yes, while, yeah. reading stuff on Twitter, but it seems like they had controlled the ball many times. So mm-hmm. they ended up reading. And then, uh, the best thing I think during this win, it's a away game at Phoenix, 
and uh, the crowd still chatted like the beam. So uh, I can't wait when the playoff happens. When <laughs> they went there in uh, which city? Yeah, which city? Um, especially the, the California. It could be if it's in LA. Yeah, any of the, the teams Clippers. in LA or yep. the uh, Warriors. Yep, that, yeah, that so it would be fun. Fans, yeah. It's a very fun. Uh, uh, they, I'm still surprised no one has made like a chant against the beam, like stop the beam, like that or something. Oh, I mean, probably in the playoffs, uh, they yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. You're right, actually. I'm actually surprised no one hasn't like uh, uh, what do you call it? like a, a um, not rebuttal, but <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah. A, 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 a counter, chant, a counter, yeah, chant, counter yeah. chant that, yeah. uh, the, especially if you're a way team, is yeah. there? Uh, <laughs> So it's like interesting, interesting way the it's 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 cool that we have a team that basically has this motto that the, all of NBA knows now. Yeah, and, uh, it's a rally uh, cry. It's a rally People cry. Was, yeah. Like it's and it is. I think you've. I didn't read the article about like this is like America's team again, kind of yeah. like uh, back like in two thousand six when it was with Weber and uh, Divac and them. So it's like I like this. <laughs> this yes. is a very fun time to be a Kings fan. Uh, it's Fortif is also a milestone because um they haven't done it since 2006. But also there was a viral video that oh, came yes. out last yes. year after the California Classic. California Classic is basically all the teams in California they play like a tournament edition type of games. They're basically exhibition games like you don't play as hard, uh, but they're first fun for the summer when there's no games playing. Uh, and it's it's held in Las Vegas. Uh, but there's these three fans from Sacramento, Sean Chu, John Lardy, and Nadim Satar. Uh, the viral tweet, you can find it somewhere on any of their Twitters. But basically, it was in 2022, July. And then they came out because the Kings won. Uh, and then infamously, uh, Sean Chu said that Kings uh, were getting 40 wins. <laughs> he, he was yelling at it. Yes, on the, the, yelling at the camera. The yeah, after this, uh, th- after they won uh, outside the stadium. So was this Arco or the Golden? No, it's in Las Vegas. They oh, do Las Vegas. Summer, okay, yeah. They do summer uh, games in Las Vegas. So they like they traveled all the way there to do it. So. And it was like makeshift uh, jerseys too. Yes, it was a Keegan. <laughs> Keegan Murray was just drafted, so there hasn't been a Keegan Murray jersey. And he made one of the buzzer beater shots in the, one of the games. Um, to send it to overtime, I think, uh, mm. from what I remember. Uh, but yeah, it's a c- wonderful video because everyone denied that they will win 40 wins, which is another thing where if you go to the King's Instagram account when they announced the beam, a lot of people also denied that. They're like, oh, it's probably going to be lit like five times this yeah. season. Uh, but who's laughing it out? <laughs> did, did you know the beam was actually outside the arena before? Before it was like official beam beam? Uh, no, I did not. So there's a video I saw that was posted like in 2021 uh, or 22, like early 22, uh, where the beam was just outside the arena. And then people was like, oh, I, like someone posted it. It was literally on the ground. It's not that bright. It's like three lights and that's it. And then they, I guess they put it on the ground before. And it's like, and then like in the Twitter post, it's like, oh, this is a cool thing. I guess to show that we were kings. That's it. Oh. All it did was just show it. It's just like no games are won or anything like that. Yeah, it just showed that they had a. It's probably testing it out. Yep. Yeah, how. I think it was testing it out. But. So they did like uh, middle of the season. They did make the beam more powerful. Uh, oh, okay. If you, if you also look at the beam from like the earlier the season, and then now, I think they added more 
Are you, uh, light are you saying if the, if, if the kings win more, the beam gets stronger? <laughs> yeah, yeah are it we, gets bigger, yeah. Are, are, I don't know if this is the Are we doing the wrong thing, actually? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's feeding into it. Uh, but congratulations to the kings and the fans. Uh, too much power, man. I don't know what yeah. to do now. Um, I'm looking forward to the playoffs. And then, yes, then yes. Uh, when the beam is huge enough, where it might... Uh, you know how like people are worried about that one machine that's uh, crushing yes atoms. that's what i'm talking about the hydro yeah. whatever thing yeah. collider thing. <laughs> yeah, got, yeah. We, we, we were creating that but in the sky so yes yes what is the what if the beam is actually crushing atoms and we don't oh, we'll yeah, know, know. <laughs> anyway uh that's probably for another time next time we probably could talk about the kings they'll probably clinch a playoff spot and then uh, a home game player spot yep um, yeah yeah uh, but we might. I, I will see if we could try to. I will try to get tickets somehow, <laughs> uh, even if it's like you know. Uh, I wish you luck on that. <laughs> yeah, hundred dollars standing up, probably. Yeah. that's uh, the best you could do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is everything f- from our weekly roundup. We discuss firstly, sick Resident Evil Four remake chainsaw demo maybe in the bathroom and the kings now let's moving forward to our main discussion this week's main discussion is scream six what is this place a shrine did you miss me he's gonna keep coming after us maybe he gets to win this time we've got to lure him in and we execute him That is a clip of Scream 6. It is directed by Matt Bettinelli Alpen and Tyler Gillette. They are best known for the VHS uh, segments. Um, they're ready or not. Uh, so they're very, they're very in seeming to horror movies. So mm-hmm. uh, they were, they directed the last Scream movie. Uh, it is written by, uh, James Vanderbilt, uh, who surprisingly made some interesting uh, horror movies too, uh, like Ready or Not. He, he I think this tr- three trio of uh, uh, filmmakers are making amazing things now. Uh, he also wrote um, Zodiac, so that's interesting. I didn't Whoa. realize that. Yeah, and then he made uh, the Amazing Spider-Man movies <laughs> later on, <laughs> and then he also made Murder Mystery. Huh, that's interesting too. Um, but yeah. This movie stars uh, returning from the last movie, Scream, which is Scream 5, uh, Melissa Barrera, um, Jenna Ortega, uh, Jasmine Saver Brown, um, Mason Gooding. Core 4. <laughs> yeah, Core 4. Uh, returning as the ghost face killer. <laughs> Or no, it's just Ghostface. Uh, uh, Roger L. Jackson, the voice of Ghostface. Yeah, the voice of, of Ghostface. Uh, and then uh, I don't want to mention other stars because I feel like it might. If you haven't seen the trailer and you're like listening to it, I don't want to ruin the surprise uh, cameos that that may have uh, on here. But yeah, John, you watch. You recently you watch all the screen movies. Uh, you ranked them. Um, you made a podcast about them. No, um, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you not talk no, about no. like Scream? No, no, no. Oh, I, you, I, I guess you mentioned it in these yeah, yeah, the, yeah, 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 upcoming yeah. podcast, uh, these uh, past podcast episodes. Mm. Um, so I'll start with you. Uh, going into it, what was your expectations and how did you feel about it? And uh, without spoilers. Uh, so 
my ranking for Scream without this one on it is four, one, two, five, three. Um, four is my my favorite Scream movies. The the especially the very ending of that. The villain uh, is just one of my favorite ones, uh, and the commentary of just remakes. I think four. We we spoke earlier like it was in the time period ten years after three, and then. 10, Ten years, years after uh, this. Yeah, after this, then now we have the 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 new trilogy with the new characters. Um, so yeah, it's it's an interesting four. I think is a, was good at the time where it was commenting on all the different remakes and reboots and all this stuff. And then it was uh, Wes Craven's last time he actually like helped create stuff in that franchise. So I it always I always like four. Um, this one is one of my favorite <laughs> uh, screen movies. Uh, it catch, it does a lot of great tricks, you could say, like of trying to trick you in the tropes and not really bring you there or like even, even like hinting at it. They're like, they're, they're, they're breaking the rules that they laid out earlier. And then just like, yeah, we're going to do different things, but also still keeping up with the, the fun <laughs> aspect of scream that I always like with certain characters. And, uh, and then I really like that about scream. Uh, I think this is the most intense scream. There's literally moments in here where I was like, is this person going to die. <laughs> I could actually tell. They have, uh, I haven't really watched. I had to revisit the one to three and watch four, but uh, it does like the intensity was really like there's like a couple two two specific scenes where i'm like oh they really did a good job at like intensifying this yeah yeah yeah. it it feels so different from the other ones too i mean the characters are still the same but i think because it's in new york city it's a broader landscape uh and then there's multiple yes multiple areas where you can go to where you can do a lot of fun stuff i think my favorite scene this i've been ruining it it's in the trailer when they're inside that subway train, I think the my fun part about that is seeing every single like horror icon on that train and coming in and out of the train every yes, time they stop. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, this is so cool. Like this is this is what I like about this franchise. Because it can it can evolve all those franchises and not doing this thing where they're like, oh, it's like this fake Freddy Krueger. We can do the a blue and orange sweater. No, they go all for it. Like these, this Halloween, all the characters are in there, and Halloween costumes, and they reference everything. <laughs> I could, I, I, I wish I can just pause every time they stopped on that train ride, and then every time another new characters come in. I mean, there's literally like characters from Us, from Jordan Peele's Us, is on that yes, train. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? This is insane. Like you didn't referencing like even newer uh uh horror things too so i thought that was really cool i think like we said the the core four are one of my favorite casts uh they're slightly better than the original trio it feels like uh they're smarter in a way they're smarter they nail every character i think you you really feel for them i mean the 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 real trio will always be the original trio but uh i think the additions to the, the because this is four and they they kind of play off one another from the original trio. Like you can you can see them saying like, "Oh, this one reminds you of this character or this character." But I think they did a really good job now that you kind of feel like, "Oh yeah, this is these are characters I really want to care for right away." Similar to like the original. I mean, I guess Randy is in the original four too. You can say, uh, in the in the franchise, and uh, hopefully. 
Uh, we will see more of them. In, uh, I'm assuming they will make part seven. I really don't even know where they can take this franchise. It feels like after this film, they could take it anywhere. Like they, if they want to do a back, go back to the house style of like horror uh, or slasher film, they can go back to that. But this felt more like this odd mix of like kind of like a jigsaw style uh, story where. Especially in the trailer where you get to see this like um, mantle of like uh, uh, of uh, ghost face stuff, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." But they, yeah, it, it's just it's it's a, it's a, it's a fun slasher film that I really enjoy. That uh, I think everyone should watch. It's like it, it, so. Side story: My son watched this with me <clears throat> uh, without watching the other screams. <laughs> He's going into this film without watching any of the other scream. I think the fun part for him. When after the film was over, because he knows about the tropes, about every trope in horror, and after the film's like, wow, they they don't follow those rules. So like, no, they don't. So they 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 <laughs> they go above those rules, and they they make you guess all the whole time, and that's why I like this franchise. So now he's more interested to watch the first one, only because there's a point in here where they show like all the killers of all the different scream movies or in this one stab i guess you could say or no scream it's, well, no it's it's the the, the actual, the actual Wisboro, killings. yeah the Wisboro yeah. murders yeah that's connected to sydney so he he never knew like this is a, this many different ghost faces so he thought that was kind of cool that oh you get to see all of them i was like yep yeah and now he's more interested in watching it. And yeah, I, I'm happy this franchise. This is what these type of franchises, when you do with a franchise where you do like the soft reboot, is to capture that new crowd, that new era. Even though like, I know like there's people online that the older the older fans was like, oh, this, this might be not the scream that you are used to. But I think this spoke to this generation a lot about like bending the rules, changing everything. And maybe... Having uh, uh, a final girl with a support system really helps. <laughs> yes, yeah. you could say. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I I do want to talk about uh, spoilers. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, yeah. Really quick, um, I watched because I didn't watch Scream Five, which is titled Scream, which is a soft re- reboot. Uh, since yesterday, so I had to like catch up because I text John like, "Do I have to watch Scream to I get?" And he's like, "Yeah, just so you see the connection of the sisters." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, totally makes sense why you have to watch Scream the first one because, uh, and it, it actually adds a lot more to it because after we watched it the day before we watched Scream, and then it felt like a television show where you're like, "Oh, we're oh, next continuing episode? on, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the next episode," which I I feel it it made bit more fulfilling for us to watch especially a certain character right when a certain character something happens to the certain character in the last film yeah and then you see uh, this thing again it's like oh (laughs) yeah so it 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 pays off basically if you watch it now i'm i want to watch you know one to three then four uh eventually um i know uh one of the things they are the tropes within the scream series is like the cop the social commentary mm-hmm. i do feel like sometimes they get like too muddled into what their messages are i think they've done it here where i don't I, like i understand what they're trying to say but also like what are you, are you guys actually trying to say <laughs> mm-hmm. uh i will probably bring it up in spoilers yes, uh, later yes, on yeah. but uh i don't mind that i think uh i i know like the first scream movie when it came to like social commentaries and, and then uh, deconstructing its horror genre it's a little bit more subtle um 
I think that's why the first movie will always be like the best movie for some people. Um, but I do love when they play with things like tropes and everything. And I feel like that's the fun thing about Scream is like them subverting your expectations, but also like have new surprises and like, uh, you know, you have characters who uh, you think they'll they'll do it and they, they didn't do it. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a typical whodunit type of thing. Um, but yeah, I, I love the, I think we're going to mention spoilers, but the two intense scenes in here where I really didn't know who was going to die or, li- or live and uh, who was the ghost face and whatnot. So that played out really well. Um, I always feel like sometimes the acting feels very, stale in these movies i think they're purposely doing it i think sometimes mm-hmm. uh it's a very like the way they they perform their dialogue it doesn't feel as natural sometimes it feels like uh they just say it just to say it because they're in a horror movie sometimes um I, maybe I think that's, that's purposely <laughs> i think that is purposely done because even in five i was like these characters are talking in in a weird way this is beyond like some characters breaking like the fourth wall or not the fourth mm-hmm. wall but like being too uh referential like uh, yeah with themselves yeah that's in one and three though like yeah yeah i, yeah, I recently watched one and three and it, they do that a lot like yeah. especially uh dewey does that a lot yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> in those films uh in five he had a very fun uh this is not a spoiler of five i think but dewey had a very fun uh dialogue exchange in five i, I, I was meaning to uh, tell you this uh, this is a spoiler for five really quick. Actually, let's just go to the Spidey spoilers really quick. Uh, I just want to say I loved it. Uh, I think it's better than five. So, uh, but let's go to Spidey spoilers. Okay, before that, uh, I want to say my ranking first for the screen. Uh, yeah. My ranking now is four, one, six, two, five, three. Uh, yeah, it is, this, this film is way better than... But you, I, you're also... I remember on Twitter, you said like you don't think like three is the worst no movie no no yeah. three is fine when they're <laughs> yeah, in uh in the movie set uh i think this one actually elevates two for me and that's why five is down there only because uh number six is very reminiscent of two when they're in college and yeah. a lot of scenes even especially the very ending ben if you don't remember two uh it's <clears throat> it's um the killer and then Sydney's boyfriend in college. Oh, is yeah, like, I do remember. Yes, yeah, and then they, yeah. they have a standoff, and then all of a sudden he shoots the boyfriend, the killer. It's similar to here where they shoot uh, uh, Kirby. So I was like, oh, yeah. this is cool. Uh, not one second I thought Kirby was a killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same here. Uh, it uh, makes no sense to me too. No, like, no, no. But the, they do add a lot of like red herrings and everything, and yep. then some of them are never explained because like there's like a character in here, uh, the neighbor of um of uh he's, he's just the boyfriend that's yeah, it he's just like, a boyfriend but he mentions something offhand like oh since the death of my brother whatever and you're like who's who's your brother yes 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 <laughs> yeah. that's and another like, red you're, hearing you yeah. if you're like a avid like you know uh, is it richie <laughs> yeah 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 but, that's all yeah, i was thinking too yeah if you're avid like screamed you're always connecting people's uh loved ones deaths to something from like the past or something mm-hmm. yeah um, but yeah, what else are you gonna mention? So yeah, and um, yeah, that that scene where they actually do, let's do just fast forward to the very ending when they reveal the killers. Uh, did not expect it would be three people. Uh, I was like, oh, this is cool. I like it because they mention Kirby when he's she's doing the the killer walls. Like, 
oh the, the only one that did one is the in the professor from college and he's like oh he had guts you know like he 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 tried to do it just with yeah. one person uh, <laughs> not college when they're in the movie set so when they reveal this is the this, director who's the killer yeah the director who's the killer and when they reveal this one is uh there's two ghost face and all of a sudden he's like no there's actually the dad too or, yeah we don't even know it was a dad we know there's a two so they when they reveal the guy the the, the dorky little friend i was like yeah th- th- that's th- that's probably the father and thing and when they revealed the the sister i was like what the hell is happening <laughs> like when did they do this like they, they, they i guess they talk about kirby t- try kind of talks about corruption in police yeah a cab uh, for Curry. Uh, yeah. uh, and then I was like, oh, this is interesting. Even though she's they, part of the yeah, corruption. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, she, yeah, yeah, she's part of the corruption in the uh, thing. But um, uh, what do you call that? But then they do the whole, like, kind of like what I mentioned about uh, Saw. They do the whole little Saw things, like, yeah, I'm a cop that has all these things, so I do all this. It's like, oh, okay, they're, they're stretching that. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> where yeah. like I can, we, so my only pet peeve is here. I do not understand where he says that we change our last name or something like that. So there's no way that none of these cops knew in this precinct or whatever that this guy was the son or d- father of this kid. That like this is so weird. Like the it's a, this is a little nitpick. Like no one figured out like in the in his precinct or someone came to us like oh i'm so sorry about your son who died or they knew that there has to be someone that knew like yeah, oh this yeah. is your son we know you're the father of the killer like the type of thing but yes, i guess yeah that doesn't happen <laughs> like, like even when the killer was revealed to be the killer there's no newscast like we we formed the father of the thing or it, it's so weird <laughs> that's the part yes, like, if yeah the yeah. internet exists in this world the way it portrays it where you can turn a victim into the bad guy then you could do this too. I don't like, know because everyone's phone seems like it's from still uh, smartphones from like 2010. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone, every time I see their phones, it's like yeah, this is no one's using these type of smartphones. These all look like you know first, <laughs> second generation. It appears like none of them have a job, so maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's laughs> they can't true, afford yeah. that right now. Yeah, <laughs> they seem like they just regular college kids. In no, New even York. like uh, like if you look at the two phones from five and six. It's everyone's using the same sort of like uh, operating system on their mm-hmm. phones. Yep, yeah. Like even um, uh, what's uh, Courtney Cox's character's name? Gail Weathers. Gail, like uh, Weathers, like when she uses her phone, it's the same type yeah. of phone that yeah. you know. Everyone. Uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the what are the two intense scenes that you are? I was going to say the latter scene is one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, getting chased in the museum or whatever that place. No, no, in the in the in the um, not that that the the one where like they're crossing the ladder between the, oh ladder you mean ladder yeah. like that I yeah, thought yeah, you yeah. mean like the like in before and after yeah their escape route yeah yeah there is a ladder in that one too no and no then, I'm, when you say like the ladder scenes like you're talking about like the later scene is ladder means later like when, yeah when yeah they, that's also okay. yeah yeah <laughs> um and then the the subway scene so like what's cool the subway, yeah. if you ever watch the trailer it makes it seem like they're all together yes yes in one yeah, they, they did a nice yeah, job at yeah. doing that yeah and i was like oh this is this the, the trailer kind of like changes the oh yeah like your expectations oh right they're actually until the 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 it's much more intense uh, mm-hmm. to watch the 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 suspense is higher yep now. yeah 
Um, but I love those two scenes. Uh, I, the latter scene where they're crossing to the apartments um, was something like, oh, this is interesting because like, you're thinking like, it sh- I mean, she might not make it, but like her gruesome death was even worse than worse I thought. Than, it gonna- way worse yeah. than ever. Uh, but I also like before. how it's also funny too in the moments because she's like, um, what was it? Uh, the girlfriend was like talking about like, uh, thank you. Uh, I uh, Thanks for trying to be positive about this moment like yes 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 yeah Yeah, i really love the mindy character i think she is a a good addition to this Mm -hmm. uh not only is she like you know the um the proxy for like the proxy but like similar to um randy randy uh but i think she's a little bit better because i think she also brings in a little bit more um, I don't know. A little bit more knowledge, it feels like. Yep, yeah, yeah. Uh, and with Kirby around, <laughs> yes, with Kirby yes. around, I really like that scene. It's one of my favorite yeah. scenes. And and I then, do agree. Both Candyman's are really good. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of that stuff I agree with. Even yeah. to the point where they talk about Friday the Thirteenth, I really like the the one too. They they mentioned. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I was I was kind of surprised about the twist, and I it makes sense because. Uh, I was just talking to you off uh, before we recorded how like, yeah, they never actually show the body of the daughter. Uh, usually they show bodies after they're killed. You do mm. see her getting killed, but you don't see her, her body. Uh, so no, no. Uh, that, that's one thing that I noticed after. Similar like, to Kirby. Kirby was yes. killed for four minutes, but you don't see them taking the body. So yeah. Similar so the, to, so, the other thing they mentioned is Stu. <laughs> so yes, Stu yeah. dies in the original one. And then offhandedly, Kirby's like telling, I forgot who she was speaking to. Like, if you believe the internet, he, he's probably alive. <laughs> yeah. Like do, the, do you actually see Stu in first one? Like his body gone? You don't see him taken out. But he gets his head crushed by a TV. So <laughs> That's true. But, Why would people... But Chad, Chad survives twice with stab rooms everywhere yeah, yeah, in his yeah. body. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, that's my, I that's do... one of my favorite scenes too, Chad. When he comes out and then he has like the big, you know, thumbs up thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is so cool. Like, this is what I like about Scream. And where... then uh, him coining the the core four. Yeah, that's the core the, four the best part. Yeah, even though um, it's, it sounds silly in the beginning. Uh, somehow this franchise brought it back to family where every other franchise is doing now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is their this is their Fast and the Furious seven moment right now. That is uh five. Five. Fast yeah, five yeah one of those when they talk about family more yeah, than anything more, else. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's also uh, interesting. Um but yeah, I think we both really love the movie. I think we Do you have a ranking? I don't yeah, because I, oh, okay. I have to rewatch one, two, three Four. I had to okay. watch four. I never watched four, but I had to rewatch one, two, three. I did like. I remember when I was younger, watching three. I was like, "Oh, this is actually kind of cool" because it reminds me of the new nightmare where they actually, the new nightmare they were like on the sets. Yes, of, yes, like, yeah. Elm Street. So three is similar where they're like, "Oh, you're in the sets of like Stab." <laughs> so, <laughs> so I remember. Uh, so we I talked about three a while ago, like a couple of years ago. I still remember watching that again. Uh, so I watched that like when it first came out, like whatever that whatever that year was, and then when I rewatched it last couple of years, uh, I remember when they revealed the killer. I oddly said like, "Who is this?" <laughs> the killer, I, I guess. I, the killer I, looks so different when he takes off the mask than any other killer. That I was questioning myself, like, did I see this person in the movie? 
And I I believe now when Clark Kent takes off his glasses, I'll never tell that's uh, Superman or whatever that thing is. <laughs> that's literally what happened to me when the killer revealed he was this the 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 person. All he did was just took off his glasses, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I I didn't even know." I put his hair slicked back, so I was like, "Oh, I didn't know this is this person at all." <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that's a real rewatch. That I know, and on the internet, a lot of people do love three, uh, just because how weird it is too. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people, um, but yeah, looking forward to seven. Uh, I don't know what they could do with that one. Um, I mean, if it, they're following it, they're gonna make a movie about. Um, of uh, what do you go? Uh, not Melissa. Sam and um, what's the sister? Do you think Sam will be the killer now? Because are Sam they going to do the are yeah. they going to do the Halloween end style of film? Because this is basically a commentary of that. Like, no, I, the, I, you know what I think they could should do is actually <laughs> is um, there should be killings, but the the people that are being killed, like their whole, you know how like all of them are connected somehow. Yeah. But they're actually bad people. The people who are getting killed mm-hmm. throughout the movie. You don't know that until the end. You ever watch the movie? This is uh, freaking Saw. <laughs> no, no, no. You ever watch? Um, uh, it's with um, what's his name? He's, That's a good always, comment. That, I would like. He said, that. He said, "All right, all right, all right." A fact of the true detective, he, huh? True detective identity. Yeah, but what's his are name? You talking about identity. Yeah, not identity. It's an, uh, the other movie that's similar. Texas Chainsaw. Generally. No, like I don't even want to spoil the ending of that. I thought movie. it was Identity that he was in. Um, Matthew, I know what Matthew. Film yeah, Matthew. Matthew. Put, uh, oh, frailty, frailty, frailty. Yes, frailty. yes, yes. Okay, so that's the ending with uh, Identity. That's why. Yeah. Do, do, do you remember what frailty's ending? Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah. So I, I, I could see that happening where. But I can see that happening where throughout the movie, you're seeing the killings, you feel bad. And then, you know, uh, Sam removes the mask. You're like, whoa, she she is a killer. But mm-hmm. then you find out like the people she's killing are actually awful, awful people in mm-hmm. the movie business. Does, is it justified though? <laughs> no, like they're like, you know, one's a pedophile, one's a traffic, human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is like, you know, yeah, they're all like that. That's all, that's all I'm going to think that it's going to happen. The next one, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's it for Scream 6. We highly recommend it. Uh, before we leave, John, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at datenightplays.com where Audrey and I play games together. Uh, we don't have anything new. Like I said, I'm in uh, this transitioning period of work so uh, I haven't. we both don't have any time and I've, we've both been sick. So that's why Audrey's not here. Uh, hope she feels better. But yeah, until hope next she episode. feels better. And we next week we might talk about uh, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, which you could, if you're an Amazon Prime member, you could watch for free on March nineteenth. Uh, just that's insane. They did that. Like that's yes. a good style to do it, and, especially a time delay, yeah. like a d- delayed time. And uh, the movie doesn't come out in the movie theaters until the thirty first. So that's a two weeks ahead of time. So they're uh, either going to lose a lot of money or gain a lot of people word of mouth. Yeah, I wonder if you only could watch it that day though. It said there. Yeah, it's only one day at yeah, yeah. two p.m. Yeah, uh, whatever time you're from. Yeah. So um. So if you're if you're yeah if you're Want to watch that? If you have an Amazon Prime, that's that's where you go. Nineteenth uh, is on a uh, Sunday, so that's doable. Actually, I don't know if we could record. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Um, 
We'll see. Anyway, uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Benjamin Abaya. You can find all of us on thefreakantawesome.com, which goes straight to our patron. Uh, you could be a patron for no less than a dollar, three dollars, if you want to listen to bonus episodes. Uh, this helps offset the cost of running a website and podcast. But if you can't do that, please support, listen, subscribe, rate, or leave a comment on Apple, Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Uh, follow us on Twitter at TFA Now or like or engage with us on the freaking awesome on our Discord server. I haven't really talked about that. At all. Wait, we have a Discord server still? I, I don't know. If we still have it. it. It was on my show notes. I guess uh, scratch <laughs> I it, like, do that. I don't know about that. TFA now on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and the freaking awesome about TikTok. Email us on contacts at the freaking awesome. Uh, I think that's it. Um, thank you to CSA Chow for producing john for editing and creating all the cool videos and social media thank you to you who's listening uh, we appreciate it hopefully everyone's having a wonderful week uh also if you haven't yet and you're listening to this please move your time daylight savings time an hour forward i don't know why uh <laughs> you haven't yet um but yeah thank you again Light the beam. I'm Benjamin Abaya. I'm John Abaya. And this has been the Freaking Awesome Podcast. Thank you.